the Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 2nd, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Voting rights organizers say people across the South are facing a new wave of voter suppression tactics. Alabama Values, Solve, and the Government Project recently brought groups together to cover these obstacles and ways to stay informed. In a webinar dubbed The South's Got Something to Say, organizers from five states discussed the ongoing fight for fair maps and equitable representation after the case Alabama versus Milligan. Zephyr Scalzetti with the group Alabama Values says now that the state has secured new maps, it's crucial that voters stay informed, especially ahead of the primary election for District 2. This is a new seat. There is no incumbents, and your vote really matters in elections like these, especially in the primary, because in Alabama and across the nation, we tend to focus on November as the day to turn out to vote. But in reality, the primary date is sometimes more important. Scalzetti also points out voter registration data may not align with the correct congressional district just yet, as the state is in the process of manually reassigning voters. Shantia Hudson reporting. Not limited to Alabama, organizers are also in Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, and other states voicing concerns about misinformation. Next to Kentucky, where lawmakers convened this week for the 2024 session, a new report finds state representatives are increasingly fast-tracking legislation while eroding citizen participation. Janie Lindell with the League says the tactic often guts the original language of a bill and hijacks it for a completely different purpose. What we really saw was starting in 2002, but especially escalating from 2014 to 2022. There have been uh, just this increasing rush on certain bills that do become law and people can't participate. House Bill 10, passed in 2022, eliminated the sharing of pre-filed bills on the Legislative Research Commission's website, meaning citizens can no longer preview pending legislation and subsequently have less time to consider or participate in discussions on the bill during the months before the session starts. According to the report, last year, 32 percent of bills that passed the Kentucky House and 24 percent that passed the Senate were fast-tracked in ways that cut out the public's voice. Nadia Ramlagan reporting. And from Reuters, a powerful earthquake struck central Japan Monday, destroying buildings, knocking out power to tens of thousands of homes, and prompting residents in some coastal areas to flee to higher ground. Reuters reports the quake with a preliminary magnitude of 7.6 triggered waves of about a meter across Japan's west coast and neighboring South Korea. This is Public News Service. And for many, the new year is an opportunity to reset, and that could mean giving back to your community by hosting a food or a fun drive. Food banks, including New Mexico's Roadrunner, are being squeezed by high levels of need and fewer food donations. In 2022, the U.S. saw the largest increase in food insecurity in more than a decade. One way to help, according to Roadrunner Sonia Warwick, is by hosting a food drive with coworkers, friends, or neighbors. You simply need to set some dates in your organization, with your faith community, with your business, whatever group of people you want to gather together to try to raise additional food for the food bank. We'd love that. Roadrunner has flyers available on its website that can be used for the project to remind people what items are most in demand by the food bank. I'm Roz Brown. Giving USA reported the total amount of charitable giving fell by 3.4% last year. 
Low-wage workers in Pennsylvania are missing out on pay hikes, taking effect in 22 other states and 43 cities and counties this month. Daniel Smith reports. Pennsylvania is surrounded by neighboring states that all are ringing in the new year with higher minimum wages, according to Stephen Hertzenberg of the Keystone Research Center. Since 2009, Pennsylvania's minimum wage has been $7.25 per hour, which he says hurts workers, the economy, and small businesses. A higher minimum wage would increase the pay of 1.4 million Pennsylvania workers and create more economy-boosting jobs with wages high enough to increase worker buying power at local businesses. A higher minimum wage would also benefit Pennsylvania small businesses who can't find or keep workers now because they pay too little. Hertzenberg points out that people working in low-wage industries are paid $1 to $1.50 less per hour in Pennsylvania than in neighboring states. But backers of the current minimum wage say increasing it would be difficult for small business owners who might then have to cut jobs or raise prices. Finally, Eric Tegadoff lets us know going into the big election year, staffing at elections offices in states like Oregon is an issue according to a new study. Staff-to-voter ratios vary widely between counties, depending on their size, but average about one staff member per 27,000 voters statewide. Paul Manson with Portland State University helped conduct the research. That came up in our interviews where one out of five clerks, we actually had to stop the interviews because it became so difficult for them to talk about what they're hearing from members of the public and a sense of sort of attack and threats towards their offices to the point where some aren't comfortable even sharing what they do for a living outside of work. Manson says low pay also makes it hard to recruit and retain people to work in elections offices. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member list supported. Here are some radio stations, big and small. Your favorite podcast platform, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.